Who is closer to a national title, Michigan State football or Michigan State basketball? What Dua Lipa songs or lyrics do we use to describe Coach Mel Tucker? What vehicles do we want to see on the field with recruiting? We got a whole lot of mailbag questions with our guy, Maddie May. If I can point in the right direction. Locked on Spartans, let's go. Our Locked on Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the best people in the world, locked on Spartans listeners and viewers, and also one of my favorite people of all time, too, Maddie May, joining the show. I'm going to ask how you're doing in a hot second, but first, I just got to talk to the people. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's at Bet Online, where the game starts. Maddie, how on earth are you doing, man? Is, is your summer treating you well? My summer is going extremely well, Matt. Okay. Um, happy to be that. here. Uh, have asked plenty of mailbag questions, honored to be featured on, uh, to answer a few. Uh, also love that intro. That's, uh, yeah, like, thank that's you. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's also really great too. When I've been, I think I've been doing YouTube for three months now. And when I have a guest, I still don't know what direction to point. So like, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see me be an idiot every single time. Uh, and if you're on the podcast, funny. yeah, right. If you're on the podcast, you can just kind of paint a picture of how stupid I look when I point in the opposite direction of where you actually are on the screen. But regardless, um, yeah, we're going to get straight into the mailbag today. Uh, I cried for help Sunday night on Twitter, asked for mailbag questions. You guys came through with hard-hitting questions like, um, which Dua Lipa songs or lyrics would you use to describe Mel Tucker? Uh, best airport activities for lawn layovers? That's a hard-hitting Michigan State question. But we're going to start it actually with, uh, yeah, something that is, isn't like, you know, super unrealistic or fun or anything like that. Like this is actually a, you know, a good back and forth question right here. And this comes from Mitch. He writes in playing off something. Uh, it's Ant Wright put out today. Do you think football or basketball is closer to a national title based on current trajectory of the program? So this is where we're going to start the mailbag here. We'll get ridiculous in the second and third segment, but this is a good conversation topic. I think, do you have an instant reaction to this or do you feel very strongly about one right off the top? Oh man. Uh, I, I, it could go either way for me, honestly, I guess the way that I think of it is that I think basketball has about one last push towards one. And I think yeah. we saw the end of the first or end of end of the most recent push get foiled by, uh, by COVID um, with Cassius and X-Man, all those great guys. And now we're seeing the build to, I think, might be one of, um, and who knows when Tom Izzo's retiring, obviously, everyone sure, speculates, right. but um, I think we're seeing the push with that 2023 class is going to be the last shot at the title. And depending on how that falls, I would say basketball, but as of right now, from what we're seeing and what would be uh, consistent steps forward, I might go with football. I might go with, with Mel and the boys, um, but what are your thoughts on that? I'm 100% aligned with you. I really wish that we could argue about this, but no, I'm in lockstep with you because I think that next run is going to be 2024. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, if anyone's listened or watched this podcast, you, you know my stance on how this offseason has gone for Michigan State basketball. I, I think it leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, although I have felt a little better about it after looking around the rest of the Big Ten and being like, oh, everyone kind of sucks next year. Okay, so it won't be as bad. But as far as being good nationally, 
that 2024 team really has a strong chance of making a decent run. And of course, some things have to go your way, like Xavier Booker, a top three recruit committing, you know, getting Devin Royal, perhaps uh, keeping the commitment of Jeremy fears. And I don't, you know, think that his commitment will go away. It's just, you know, college sports, high school recruiting, anything can happen at any time. But if you get those three guys, you're looking at senior AJ Hogard, junior mm. Jaden Akins, sophomore Trey Holloman, sophomore Jackson Kohler. Maybe you have something out of senior Matty Sissoko by then. Pierre Brooks is a junior at that point. Like that seems like a team with some nice DNA to make a run. And it's uh, also what helps in the situation too is that will they be a top five team? Maybe. I don't know, but I think they'd be a top 15 team in the country. And at that point for the tournament, like we see it every year, it's a complete total crapshoot. So yeah, I think. 2024 is it, of course. You know, I'm sorry, I'm just hogging the microphone right now. But like, I, just like you and a lot of other Spartan fans too, I'm very inspired by what's going on in the football program mm-hmm. with recruiting and everything like that. With that said, though, and like, I really don't want to come off as Debbie Downer here because really, I am jazzed with how recruiting is going. But you still have a ways to go to get to like the Georges of the world, the Alabamas of the world, the Ohio States of the world. Sure. Like Michigan State just got a commitment to, to kick off the week. It was great. Jordan Hall, top 200 linebacker. That's their second top 200 kid in this class. Ohio State had 23 top 200 kids in their last two classes combined. It's like, so that that's how far away we got to go here. And of course, things can happen. You know, it's not a perfect formula, but to get up to that echelon, you still have to keep working at recruiting. But it is nice that we are going the right direction here, which is a far cry from where we were a few years ago. So that is my... Long rambling way of saying basketball, I think. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, probably. basketball has like the one, the, the, it's going to have the shot sooner. Whether they'll yeah. make the shot or not is a lot of speculative things need to fall into place versus football. We're seeing a trend. And if you're basing it off of, uh, basing it off of, you know, hard, hard evidence of what, how we're recruiting sure. momentum is going and how, uh, how the record is shifting, then, um, then you can make that argument a little, a little more. But yeah, we'll have to see. We'll, we should come back to that question in like a year, I think. Oh, that's a evergreen question, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it's 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 fun times right now for. I was gonna say both programs. It depends what side of the aisle you are. I was gonna say is that we basketball. we thought yeah. I I want to say that we thought um, from from people at least that I was hearing from is like the team the basketball team this last year was supposed to be kind of everything was supposed to fall into place and we were going to make a, a pretty decent run. And then yeah, we kind of saw what we saw and then they had a, had a bit of a few losing streaks and then it got a little, uh, got a little out of hand. Um, yeah. But um, so I think basketball is also one of those sports that because uh, so much of a team relies on so few of people is that it can shift wildly between years as much while football kind of is a little slower moving in the process. I mean, despite what we just saw between uh, last year and, and this, this past season with Mel Tucker going, you know, 11 and two now, but, uh, but yeah, I totally. digress. Are you, where are you at with like your optimism on basketball coming up? Because I, I feel like I ask every guest this when they hop on the show, just cause you know, I, I don't want to feel like I'm in a vacuum here just yelling at myself that it's not that great because there are some points people bring up like, okay, yeah, it's less, you know, you don't have your full scholarship player allotment. Like you only have like eight, nine scholarship guys that you're willing to play. Okay, that, that helps tighten up rotations, I guess. And, like, you know, you do have a lot of good shooting back next year. And, uh, hey, Houston and Villanova, they do great with small ball. Why not Michigan State? So it's like, 
I'll, I'll listen to that. Sure. Why not? Like, where are you at with the optimism or lack of? I, I, yeah. I am not a fan of MSU going small ball. Uh, I okay. always at least want at least one, one big guy in there to help shake things up. Um, I am a little optimistic though. I think more than some people, because I think whatever was going on uh, with Malik Hall, I hope that sure. by now he'll have it figured out because he, uh, when he's on, he's, he's really on and it, you can really see the team take off. So I'm hoping that a lot of the inconsistencies will kind of shake themselves out. So I'm, at least we won't have these random games where we just get blown out um, for no reason. And we'll have a little more of like the struggle games and then we blow out teams versus it going wildly up and down. Um, I am excited. Joey Hauser has got his groove back and yeah, AJ is uh yeah joey buckets and uh aj hogard is uh stepping up and being a real dog so um can't can't hate that not at all he's got that dog in him and i gotta add too and i'm very sorry that i didn't add this when i was talking about the 2024 basketball season but joey hauser can actually come back for that season too and that's not me like joking around either like he he legitimately can come back for next season if he walked away this year he would have been leaving two years of eligibility on the floor so Maybe we add him to next year's team too. Or Joey Hauser, one hundred years, uh, perennial. <laughs> right. He will just stay on the team always. It, there will not be uh, a five. It will just be called Joey Hauser. Um, of course. Yeah. Also, forgot to mention. Big shout out to Jay Nakins as well. He's the man. I think he's going to be awesome. I think he's uh, he's only going to get better. Uh, talk about guy who has that dog in him. He's see, can't wait to see uh, what he does. That's another re- that. That's what keeps me from like going all the way into being negative about next season is like, this means more Jaden and Hagen's minutes. And I can name a lot of worse things in life because I need more all aboard the, the hype yeah. train. Love, yeah. love Jaden Hagen. So there we go. Look at us ending the segment on a high note right there. Um, We're going to get to the, the nitty gritty, the hard hitting stuff, uh, dual leap lyrics, what vehicles we want to see during recruiting or even not vehicles during recruiting weekends. We'll, we'll see uh, who's the same, but first got to talk to the fine folks about betonline.net. Woo! Maddie, I'm sorry. I'm going to take you off the screen for a little bit. I'll miss you, bud. I'll miss you. But uh, I get this fired up when I talk about bet online because they are the number one sports I just betting out provider in the world. I mean, simply put, it's called betonline.net. You, you get what you look for with them, and that is greatness. They're your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. And what a lovely time of year. Bet on Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Go through all their futures, their props. You can still bet on Draymond Green to win NBA Finals MVP. When I checked this morning, uh, you can get that at 350 to 1. 350 to 1 on betonline.net. So if you're feeling hot, if you think Draymond Green's going to have a tuple double coming up here in game six and win that finals MVP, go on betonline.net. Throw a shekel on that and see where that takes you. Uh, find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fights from you know, MMA, UFC, boxing. Wherever there's a fight, uh, yeah, BetOnline's got you covered because they are your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action. That is at BetOnline, where the game starts. And before kicking off this second segment with the lovely Maddie May, the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft starts June 16th. That's coming in hot. With over 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft the Locked On NBA Big Board Draft Experts plus Audacity Insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and follow now so you do not miss a pick. Now let's not miss another second of hanging out with our guy, Maddie May. 
How's that break for you? Did you get a lot done in that? Fantastic. Or... Okay, good. I, good. I got a lot of answered a lot of emails. Lovely. That's what I'm talking about. Um, we are off the heels of a second great recruiting weekend for Michigan State football, mm-hmm. and the photo shoot the first weekend was was cool. You know, they had uh, a nice little couch on Spartan Stadium. Uh, those, those are cool lifestyle shots. They also had a Jeep Grand Wagon near a very nice vehicle. Second weekend, uh, Maddie, they stepped it up. They had a Rolls Royce. They had a Ferrari. They had a G-Wagon, I think, was the third vehicle. Yep. This is out of control. So uh, Joy Flyer, uh, who always comes through with great questions for the mailbag, asks us, what are the chances we get Matt Ishpia to loan us a yacht for next weekend's photo shoot? I don't hate that at all, but uh, what other vehicles do you want to see here? Or if you want to take it beyond vehicles, uh, the K-Man writes in, your opinions on three categories for recruiting photo ops. What's the coolest food and drink vehicle or miscellaneous item for recruits to pose with? So you are Ooh. the recruiting director this weekend, Maddie. What are you oh, throwing wow. as part of for the photo shoots? Yep. How, how do you top uh, Ferraris, G wagons, all those, all those fancy vehicles? Like what else would I want to pose in? Right. Really two other vehicles. I think you got to go, um, you got to go big. And yep. uh, there's one thing that's always great to see during big games Okay. And I think it'll, it'll be really reminiscent. And that is the uh, USA uh, Air Force flyover. So I would say yeah. we get an F-25, F-16, sure. one of those, or all three, uh, or an F-20 in, in there. And, um, I mean, we have the money. We have the funds. We buy oh, yeah. one or rent it, get a paint job for it, Spartan Green. Mm-hmm. We get uh, the Spartan Head logos on each wing. And uh, then we have... Basically, everyone pose on top of that because that's that's the next move. Um, that or a tank. Um, sure. I think we get if we get O lineman uh, in there or any lineman in general. That is where I was thinking too. We we get construction equipment like like a road grader or a bulldozer. I'm sure the groundskeeper at Spartan Stadium would absolutely love that on the turf uh, as we are approaching the season uh, quicker than any of us realize. But yeah, that would be awesome. The offensive lineman, absolutely. Or, or uh, the other one that came to mind would be, and this might be a little cheaper, even though I know money's okay. not an option. Uh, right, of course. Is that we look at a full size monster truck and just have that going around the stadium. They've been there before. They can be there again. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all, actually. I got to say, like, when you were talking about, you know, big stuff, uh, I thought you were talking about, like, the Goodyear blimp. Just, like, dock that in Spartan Stadium if it would even (laughs) fit. Like, that would be an electric factory right there. But so let me pick you. Okay, so for the flyovers, Mm-hmm. Are, are the are the jets flying over the recruits' heads as they're getting their photos taken? And if oh, so, no, no, like, we okay. land the jet okay. in the stadium. Land that's for the okay. they'll, they'll be they'll be posing by the cockpit. Okay, it's going to be the same thing, but replace the Ferrari with a with a Harrier jet. Sure. Okay, I like that. Yeah, just keep on upping the zeros on the price tag for these weekends. <laughs> exactly. I think I think Brett posted a uh, a a space shuttle, so I think that yeah. would, uh, that would bridge that gap, so that we can move then towards the actual shuttle launch. Tell me if um, this thing to the moon. Absolutely. See, I love that. And now tell me if this is a uh, too crass here, or if it's just so on the nose that it's a no brainer. Um, I'm watching Jordan Hall's uh, tape, you know, after he commits and he hits people hard. Like he, hmm. he hurts people. What about an, an ambulance? to like just have like a hard hitters posing against like, is, is, is that out of line? And if so, if, if that's not out of line, can we take it one step further 
and have these guys pose around a Hearst uh, at Spartan Stadium? Can we really lean into the we inflict bodily harm on people? Uh, that, angle? Or is that too much? Is that too dark? Much? It's dark, but mm-hmm. hey, we're here already. I football's uh, a dark sport. Was, what do you want me to do? <laughs> was also thinking wrecking ball. Okay, you can get a lot. You get get That's very creative fun. with the paint job on a wrecking ball. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you know something something a little more um, heavy hitting like that. I, I'm trying to think what else would be. <laughs> be big, be big on that. I'm at wrecking ball right now. I think that's probably actually realistic. That's a, you that's a really good one, actually. That's they that's honestly like that's actually a good one. Like they, that could okay, happen because they could paint that and then they could right. they paint it black again and then you know you get a local local East Lansing construction company and they could probably yeah. provide that. Again, the, the groundskeeper would have a, a an aneurysm. Um, they are not the having place, a good but... time already, so it's one of those where you're just no. gonna. <laughs> You're already okay. the, the the ink is already spilled, so you might as well just keep on spilling. It is what it is. I just couldn't get enough of last weekend though. And uh, Jaden Bonzu posted this picture too. He's, I believe, a defensive back uh, safety mm-hmm. recruit. Uh, everyone's going after him, and he posts this picture on Twitter, and it's of him behind the wheel of a Ferrari. So you get like the, the Ferrari dashboard, the wheel, mm-hmm. and then in the background is just the Spartan Stadium bleachers. I'm like, three years ago, we couldn't even like get four stars to return our emails. And now we got guys taking pics in Ferraris with Spartan Stadium in the background. Like, what is going on? It is right surreal. Now? And is I, I think I've said it a couple of times on some of those spaces that uh, that Brett's yeah. always set up, which are just great. Um, mm-hmm. Those those deep water spaces is um, you always got to kind of think back. I, what I always do is I just really think back where my head was in 2020 and yeah. even 2019, where. Um, 2019, where we were all like, should D'Antonio retire kind of thing? And uh, 2020, when he did, and we were like, oh, God, what is going to happen? And Luke Fickle turned everything down. We didn't know who our coach was. It was potentially Mike Tressel, and everyone's just like, oh, man. Brett Bielma, Chris Creighton over at Eastern Yeah, I had had, car over. (laughs) People, There were reports that I just had a small rain cloud over my head that whole time. It was just striking (laughs) my head multiple times. But – I, I always got to remind myself of really what it felt like at those points. And then to mm-hmm. think where we are now, because I think it's been a natural progression as like the recruiting has been, uh, you know, we started with a lot of like crazy photo shoots and they've gotten wilder and wilder. Now, now we're oh, always yeah. rocking a lightsaber. I always <laughs> feel like, and and then like now we got parents dressed up in, in, it's great. in football gear. I think it's, is, is that um, Kedrick Ruscano's dad was I in the, so. I, yeah, I, I believe uh, that so. was awesome. Yeah. But it's like we got we got that going. I think we had someone's younger brother was in. Uh, yeah, uh, we put in an outfit. Either either way, we, we did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's gone from like what I remember that first like uh, what's it called the the like documentary things that we've been putting out Spartans All Access, where it was sure. showing the first photo shoot with Mel Tucker, and I was like, okay, he's going to take a couple photos, and yeah. it has turned into just this arms race with ourselves of how do we make it bigger and better. And it is wild to see that a Ferrari parked in yeah. that we all joked about like, haha, Ferrari and Spartan stadium with all this cash. And then there it is. And who knows if it's a nod to the nod to the inside joke, which it probably isn't, but uh, it's just, it's funny right. to see where we're at with that. And especially in an age where we're allowed to do that with NIL and actually, um, and actually see that we're fully embracing it. And it's, it's a matter of, Hey, if this is the new way, we're not going to push against it. We're not going to try to fight the flow. Tom, 
and uh, we're going to embrace what this is and what recruits want. And this is the stuff that if I was a 17 year old in this school, had me do all this stuff while also providing uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, opportunities and help with like, you know, handling my finances and doing it responsibly, then I would be all in. I mean, but I'm biased. I'm the one wearing a MSU Mardi Gras shirt. So no, you're, you're bang on too. And it's just like going back to the beginning of the Mel Tucker era and where we are right now. And one, one quote that sticks out to me, I think it was, uh, if you can't recruit at Michigan state, you can't recruit anywhere. And when I read that, I was like, okay, first of all, yeah, recruiting can get better at Michigan state, but also like Mel, you already have the job. Like you don't have to keep <laughs> putting out job interview answers here. Like you, you are, you're here. It's fine. And then like, you see what he's done in these three years. It's like, oh, he's walking the walk. Like he is doing way better, way quicker than I ever thought that he could be doing on the recruiting trail here. So yeah, that was, uh, that was not some quippy soundbite by Mel Tucker. That was, uh, that was it, something it's actually wild believed. to see the, the coach speak come to fruition. And then yeah. you realize, Oh, Oh my God, he was not kidding about that. And it's legit. And, yeah. And I think we kind of saw that this last season where, you know, after game one or two, we're hearing from the locker room that the guys were all like, we're trying to win the big 10 and everyone's like, Okay, <laughs> yeah. right. aren't we all hey, not right. finishing the bottom like we said, and maybe beat Michigan? And then we'll then we'll think about the Big Ten. But then Just it was like over six and a half six. wins, right? Yeah, game six, I was I was yeah. chugging green Kool Aid at that point. I was uh, getting right. it in IV bags and running down the street. So it 100%. was it was crazy. Um, but yeah, to see him do that also with recruiting is just it's refreshing and it just feels good to be on the right side of uh of that coin and of that debate because that's the side that's getting the recruits right now and and who knows if they they crack down more on nil but you know then that you know msu is going to be focused on being right on that cutting edge of it um the same way that they're always talking to the big 10 back and forth trying to make sure they understand all the rules correctly i think sure they're just being very upfront and very uh, taking the initiative on a ton of stuff. And that's just, it's, it's incredible to see. So that is what we call a great segue into our next question here. Actually, this wasn't really a question. This was more of a demand uh, coming from Twitter. Uh, This was from Austin R and he says, simply put, describe the way you feel about Mel Tucker using only Dua Lipa songs slash lyrics. And you just talked about how this is all gone way better, way quicker than we ever could have imagined under Mel Tucker. So let's just start it right now. Um, you know, a beautiful sun is levitating. We can go wherever. So let's do it now or never, baby. Nothing's ever, ever too far. Where we're at right now is just scraping the surface of where Mel Tucker can take us. I can keep on going. I got a lot of things written down. I even got a lyric for Luke Fickle in the mix too, Ooh. if you don't mind. But uh, yeah, that's right. So we we are doing it um, big time right now. But yeah, safe to say that we are levitating under the Mel Tucker era. And let me tell you uh, another one right here on this Sunday morning, music real loud. Let me love you while the moon is still out. Something in you lit up heaven in me. That is true. Dua Lipa. Every Sunday morning, I am celebrating a Michigan state victory off the previous Sunday. All thanks to you, Mel Tucker. This has been a fantastic ride. Thank you for those 10 beautiful Sunday mornings last year. So that, that, that's where we're at right now. I, I still got more here, Maddie, unless that you got some some in the clip right I now. I put together something too, but I didn't go into Let's the lyrics. Go. I don't know that many Dua Lipa songs. Uh, so I, I didn't either. Up. So perfect. Okay, well, I'll. I'll <laughs> I knew um, about here's... three, so I'm using my only three that I know right here. <laughs> here's what I got. I got Mel Tucker brings a physical style of playback mm. to MSU football. 
Not only has he embraced the new rules of the NIL landscape, but he all has built a cool culture that's led to hotter than hell recruiting and fills the woodshed with electricity and brings our fan section to a fever pitch that will blow your mind when you're watching a game, leaving you levitating uh, when you're there and homesick the moment you set foot out of East Lansing. We're good. Dino, dynamite right there from, from a guest on the last, you talk about doing your production and homework right there. That was, that was, I, I saw that one. I was like, that one's going to get asked. And I figured I would just be prepared just in case. So that, that yeah. uh, always got Dua Lipa song titles in the holster, ready to go. Um, one of my favorite songs is from Dua Lipa. And again, I've known like three or four of them is don't start now. And there are some great remixes to it, like purple disco machine. If I could just throw them out really quick. Uh, mm. The Coons remix is fantastic as well. Um, but this is a song don't start now. And this really brought me back. Maddie made to that day. Mark D'Antonio retired. Uh, the first set of lyrics I would like to uh, bring forward to the Dua Lipa book club right now is, Uh, Did a full 180, crazy, thinking about the way I was. Did the heartbreak change me? Maybe, but look at where I ended up. I was down horrendously bad, Maddie May, after D'Antonio stepped aside. Not just that, but like through the whole coaching search too. Okay, Mel Tucker said no. Okay, fine. We don't really know much about him. Luke Fickle's the guy. It's awesome. We go to bed. Heavily rumored that he is going to be the guy who's going to come to East Lansing the next morning. And, uh, hey, he also has a house here already that someone uh, put on. Uh, it was a house him. purchased. Uh, initials LF was that That's, was the, that was the research yeah. that was done besides besides the shoe watch and Colton Pouncey falling into a snowbank. Yeah. And that was enough for me. And then we wake up the next morning and uh, no, he, uh, Mr. Fickle actually said no to you right there. So I got some more lyrics for you, Luke Fickle. Uh, aren't you the guy who tried to hurt me with the word goodbye? Though it took some time to survive you, I'm better on the other side and I'm already good. So moved on. It's scary. I'm not where you left me at all. So if you don't want to see me d- Dancing with Mel Tucker, which is what we've been doing on our way to the Peach Bowl. Um, yeah, I understand Luke Fickle made the college football playoff, but listen, that you're also going to the no the award for fourth place, my friend. Well, no, none whatsoever. So no, uh, yeah, that's right. Dua Lipa is a Spartan savant right here, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, and she speaks um, to the Spartan soul. Absolutely. And also to uh, one more, one more for the road here. Um, This is, of course, from a a beautiful ballad called uh, New Rules. Uh, And if you, sorry, and if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. That is a message to any Big Ten coach that has not beaten Mel Tucker or has just lost to Mel Tucker last year. Pretty much uh, right now, just for conversation's sake, we'll say Ryan Day and uh, Jeff Brom are the only ones that are not under Mel Tucker. Yes, I understand that that guy down the road lifted the trophy in Indianapolis. Still have not beaten Mel Tucker yet. You are under him. Greg Schiano, under him. James Franklin, under him. Tom Allen, under him. Anyone that has lost, Pat under Fitzgerald, him. That's both, right. both years. Pat Fitzgerald, both years under him. So that is 100% what Dua Lipa meant by singing. Um, and if you're under him, you ain't getting over him. So I yeah. can't imagine what else that would infer. Other than uh, some good old-fashioned Big Ten college coaching, Matty May. So that's uh, that's. It all comes back to Big Ten coaching. There's one thing I've always noticed is that yeah. uh, a lot of pop songs, a lot of the popular ones usually are referring uh, to the Big Ten uh, more than you yes. think. Yeah. <laughs> that's If that's not a conversation topic for next week, because I got to say that was some quintessential off-season podcasting right there. <laughs> that was, uh, we, we 
dug deep into the bag. So thank you. Um, let me scroll up. I just want to make sure I'm not going to botch the name here. Yes, Austin R for uh, for for adding that demand there. I hope we fulfilled your needs. Um, there is one more actually uh, quintessential podcasting or radio talking head topic we could bring up, and this is from okay. Zeke the Wonder Dog. And this mm. is uh, not MSU centric at all. It is best airport activities for a lawn layover. I do love this question, though. Do you have any tip? Do you, do you travel a lot, or are you are you a traveling man, Maddie? I I guess it's safe to say I travel a lot. I used to travel a lot yeah. for my old job, um, and now I just travel for fun more than anything. But uh, it is wedding season, so I am traveling quite a bit. Uh, um, long layovers, I try to avoid them. Um, yeah, they depend yeah. on what time uh, of the day the layover is, because I've had night layovers and I just sleep. Um, if you have the priority pass, I would recommend getting that because that hanging out in the lounge is a lot better than hanging out with the, uh, the rattle cool people. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the peasants. Other than that though, uh, mine is, uh, to post up at the bar, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, unless it's a work trip, but even then if it's post work trip, you know, stressful meetings. Um, right. but, uh, yeah, uh, usually posting up, uh, I try to usually, um, find the best restaurant I can, but usually that's tough. So it ends up being McDonald's because I do love some McDonald's. Um, huh. Um, Nothing hits like a $5.59 cheeseburger from McDonald's. Let me tell you that right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. In, in, in yeah. The, the the $5 menu, if you will. Of um, course. Of course. But no, that's a great... Because like, listen, the, the, the easy answer, and like the, this is my, of course, first answer is uh, like, yeah, the, the Delta Sky Lounge or whatever the Sky Lounge of your air you know, carrier is whatever it is like yeah. getting that. Like we did one time, like, I think it was a 10 hour layover in, uh, I think it was JFK or LaGuardia, one of the New York airports. And we did oh. it all in the Delta sky lounge that the amount of Andy H RCMB we watched while we we're just knocking beers back at an unholy cliff was, that. that was, that was a very fun day despite being in an airport for like 10 hours. The but, sky yeah. lounges are, are fantastic, especially if you're in a, uh, there's a lot of airports, uh, usually in Europe, there's a lot of airports that are, are kind of, don't really have a lot of uh, amenities, but they sure. do have them in the lounge usually. And so usually there you get the uh, amenities are there, but, uh, but yeah, that that's, that's my recommendation. I mean, if it's a really long layover, obviously you go hit the town, but um, sure. Yeah. Whatever that town may be, hopefully it's not. <laughs> hopefully it's a good one. So yeah. we were in a pickle one day, we were going to fly to Boston to connect to somewhere else and it, it horrendous rainstorms in the Northeast. So like flights getting canceled after cancellation, after cancellation, after delay, after cancellation. So we're at this airport for like nine hours and eventually we're just fooling around. And I don't know if you've been to DTW, the McNamara terminal, but they have that giant red tram. Oh and yeah. The it looks McNamara like a terminal. It is awesome. Yeah. It's like the monorail at Epcot and Disney. If you ever seen that or the mm -hmm. people move yeah, uh, downtown Detroit and McNamara terminal is just straight. So it goes in a straight line, but this thing hauls. And I thought, should we play beat the tram right now? And <laughs> could you do it from the furthest end of the airport and you start running to the other end of the airport and try to beat the tram. Now it does take a 30 second break in the middle of the airport to onboard and offload some more passengers. Maddie, we got so bored that we actually calculated how fast this tram goes, how long the distance is and what the pace you would need to set. It came out to that. This tram spans almost three quarters of a mile in DTW's okay. airport. 
and you would need to run a mile pace of six minutes and roughly 13 seconds to beat the tramp from one end to the other. And on top of all that, we also, for no reason whatsoever, it's not like we needed another challenge. You also had to carry your roller bag with you the entire way. Like that's just to add one more thing onto it as well. So if you get really bored at McNamara Terminal at DTW, play some beat the tramp, get some cardio in and uh, show up on that flight drenched, drenched in sweat. Uh, that's that's my best. Uh, <laughs> or, right there, so. or you can just space out and watch the fountain. That's uh... Whomst amongst us did that before uh, the Northwestern <laughs> game this year. It was great. Flew down for it. We did a little bar crawl, which is always fun. You know, just mm. nothing, nothing hits better than a bar crawl at like $13 a pop uh, at, at the airport. That's uh, really when it hits. So a nice you gotta love that. 50 degree Miller light uh, that costs you $13.50 at the airport. Chili. Flat, so as, uh, flat as hell. Flatter, flatter than an ironing board. Yeah. yeah. Lines haven't been cleaned since like the Nixon administration. Yeah. It's enough to make John Taffer blush. <laughs> oh, he would, he would stroke out right there in the spot. Yeah. It'd be horrible. Yeah. So no doubt about it, but there's a little je sais quoi right there. If I'm using mm. that term correctly, there's a no shot. I just yeah, use that but it's okay. You, you get the point I'm trying to make though. <laughs> oh man, Manny made this is, this has been a hoot and a half. It's always a hoot and a half with you, man. So we, hey, just, we thanks, man. Same. From national title talk to just getting bombed at the airport. I, don't tell us we don't have range here on this podcast. Can't say bomb at an airport, but I know what you mean. Okay, and, and now I'm on a no-fly list, and I have to bus <laughs> everywhere the rest of my life. That's great. That's awesome. I, well, i got to figure out how to steal an identity and start getting on planes under a different name than my own. So that's You'll figure it out. My project the rest of the night. I don't think I will. I'm not that smart of a person. There's no shot I figure this out, but I appreciate your attitude. So. Well, cool. Hey, until next time, though. This is fun. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> I, 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 I thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, if you need help uh, uh, getting these off-season uh, episodes through, more yeah. than happy to help. I'll, I'll, I'll put together some, something for a, for a new segment. So I, I can't believe next week we do a two-hour episode, all pop songs from the year 2006 on related to Big Ten football. We're mm. gonna just I, I've already started there. compiling the list. You know me. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. From Akon to Post Malone, we got you covered, guys. It'll be a great episode coming up next week on Lockdown Spartans. But until then, um, Thursday's show, uh, I know I teased Colton Townsend yesterday. We're actually going to push his episode to early next week in case anyone's life revolves around that whatsoever. Thursday will be a little bit more mailbags and also a recruiting uh, just refresher for the weekend ahead because, yeah, it's another big recruiting weekend. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. Love every single one of you. Go green. Let's go. Let's go. Go white.